You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This, my friends, is hour number two of The Rob Carson Show. Last hour, we heard uh, breaking news. John Kerry may have farted at a uh, climate change seminar. And then also we, uh, we heard other news. Uh, uh, it looks like uh, Senator Bob Menendez had gold bars in his possession that were stolen from the guy who allegedly is bribing him. And they were stolen in 2013, and the guy got him back from the police and uh, bribed uh, Bob Menendez with it. And then we found out that uh, George Santos had been booted from Congress by, uh, by Republicans and Democrats before he had been convicted of anything, and Bob Menendez was allowed to stay. And Senator uh, uh, John Fetterman, who uh, until now has been a complete buffoon, uh, had a brain injury and came back after therapy and everything, and, and he's a conservative now. His brain is working properly, and he paid George Santos to do a message for Bob Menendez. <laughs> this is so good. Oh, my God. And you know why it's working? It's because the left is so, they're so insane that you they're, they're walking comedy. They're walking satire. You can't take them seriously anymore. That's why that's so funny. You, you can't take the left seriously anymore because everything they tell you is so easily destroyed with facts and reason and evidence and logic. That's why we're going to win. There's no putting the cork back in the genie on this bottle. The American people know that our federal government, the mainstream media, and big social media are all a cabal of the most corrupt people who've ever lived on the face of the bloody planet. We also know that life in America right now sucks because of the guy who's in the White House. So there's that. Yeah. There's that. Uh, let's go to Buster. He's back on his cell phone. Hopefully it's better this time. In Santa Cruz, a home of the glorious KSCO radio. Buster, what's going on? Uh, uh, testing one, two. Yes, you're on. Go. <laughs> okay, cool. Hey, what a coincidence. Michael Swirling, the owner of the station, and pharmacist Ben, totally uh, half hour on flatulence. Man, it was a trip. Anyway, okay, so we got a 50-year reunion, I wanted to remind you, from the class of 1968. And okay. so we call these new Schmedrick Shamil college students the class of 23. Okay. I'm not sure exactly what that means, Buster, but I'm, I have a great class reunion. I, am I missing something? No, you know the class of '68, the liberals. Oh, 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 the class of '68. Not you're you're not a member of the class of '68. You're class you're talking about the class of 1968, which are the idiots who are pushing through all this nonsense. They're the people who brainwashed uh, the first generation, uh, which was millennials, to go through the entire educational process completely immersed in uh, idiotic liberal politics. Is what you're talking about? That class of 1968. Exactly, Rob. Gotcha. Fifty years. Fifty years. Fifty ago. years. Fifty years ago. That's, Talk that's... about you know passing wind, huh? <laughs> hey, bro. All right, bust. I got you. I know you've been in music for a long time. 
Yes. And are you, are you familiar with Moby Grape, the uh, bear? Yes. Moby, Moby Grape was my sister had that record when I was a toddler. Okay, because, man, you know, Omaha is one of my favorite songs. I thought, what a great bumper tune to rock. You know the song, well, right? No, no, I don't, actually. But I am from Omaha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. The lyrics. Just oh, oh, you know, that's not necessary. Uh, but go ahead, okay. Okay, just listen to my friends, which applies to you. Listen to my friends. There's someone down behind Omaha Way from where we came. That's you, Rob. All right. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Have a good day. See ya. See ya. See ya. That's, that's a stream of, uh, of consciousness there is what we just witnessed. <laughs> I had mentioned we have, uh, you know, we try to be inclusive here on the, uh, on the show, and, uh, and I had uh, charged... Jim Gossett, uh, commissioned him, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I commissioned. I said, Jim, hey, we need a we need a transgender uh, song for you know all the people out there who are transgendered and stuff, because you know this was the year that uh, the the left decided that children could change their gender and get puberty blockers and mutilative surgery and become the opposite gender, and we wanted to certainly include those people in the show. So uh, Jim came up with this. And I think you're going to enjoy it, because we're being inclusive in everything. So, happy holidays. Yeah. I saw Daddy dressed like Mrs. Claus. It happened. Changed his pronouns to us, they and them. That's what you got to do. He painted pink his toes, put earrings in his lobes. Yes, he did. When Mommy tried to disagree, he called her a transphobe. That's right. I saw Mommy kissing Mrs. Claus. Ooh, that's weird. Santa changed his gender since last year. Kind of appealing, too. I don't know A why. sex change was his goal. Just it's taken quite a toll. Why, he even cut off his North Pole. He cut off his North Pole? When Mom told him you're not Mrs. Claus. Uh -oh. Thought that he or she or it would scream. He raised his manly voice, uh -huh. said Lane Bryan is my choice. That's right. And yelled, woman, don't you dead name me. That is just lovely. There, that, that, there it is, the new all-inclusive Rob Carson show, I Saw Mommy Kissing Mrs. Claus, uh, that you can only hear on this radio program and on the podcast that you can hear. <laughs> my computer's going bling, 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 uh, that you can hear at Newsmax.com, bling. Uh, uh, slash listen. Check it out there. Four Republicans have qualified for the fourth 2024 presidential debate. Four candidates. Uh, so there you go. It's going to be Wednesday night in Alabama. He was swinging hammer. The Republican National Committee and debate broadcaster News Nation. News Nation. Who the hell are they? Announced Monday. So there you go. It's going to be Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, and uh, Chris Christie. Remember that show on Sesame Street that you had like three things that were real and one that did not belong, you know? Uh, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Ailey, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Chris Christie. Chris Christie, one of these things is not like the other. None of these things does not belong. Can you tell me which does not belong with the other by the time this song is done? Something like that. Chris Christie would be the one because he's only polling at like 0.1%. 
So it's uh, to make the Tuscaloosa stage. <laughs> candidates had to meet the higher donor and polling criteria set by the RNC. They had to have at least 80,000 unique donors, uh, at least 220 states or territories. Uh, they had to register at least 6% in two qualifying national polls. They had to be mildly ambidextrous uh, and uh, in one national poll. And two pills uh, from separate early voting states also cannot be lactose intolerant. New Hampshire, South Carolina, or Nevada. Earlier in the day, uh, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum pulled out of the race. And I know, I'm surprised as you, I didn't even know he was running. Uh, and there is a debate over who is going to get his point zero eight tenths of one percent of the vote that he was going to get, and uh, apparently Chris Christie is uh, <clears throat> is clawing after that. He wants those those one hundred twenty seven votes. So anyway, oh, and then there's the uh, Ron DeSantis Gavin Newsom debate. You know, you know the uh, the first uh, Republican debate that uh, was like twelve million, uh, twelve million people. You know, and and then it dropped to eight million people. And then uh, wasn't there a third one? Is this the fourth one or the third one? I don't even know. But anyway, uh, the third the third one's like six million votes. Well, this this Gavin Newsom debate was a win for Sean Hannity, but not a winner uh, at night. Uh, they they got three point eight seven million viewers compared to one point three four for MSNBC, five hundred thirteen thousand for CNN. Wow, CNN super sucks. My TV show on the weekends gets more people reached than CNN. Holy crap! So uh, there you go. Uh, 5.46 million voters altogether with digital, uh, 3.87 million viewers, uh, but uh, certainly not a, not a giant win. I'm not thinking it's a giant win. And then, and this is weird, Fox cut into uh, Donald Trump's address on Saturday because Donald Trump questioned the 2020 election. Listen to this. Listen to this. You want to know who uh, Fox News' uh, side is on? Listen to Fox News interrupt. This is fantastic. Here's uh, Donald Trump speaking in Iowa about... Uh, I started a little bit rough, right? Rocket man, little rocket man. He said, we've got a red button on my desk, he said. I said, I have a red button also, but mine's bigger, better, and it works. Mine works. Yeah, there you go. And then... Woo! You know, Woo! Well, the former president finally got around to some campaign promises amid lots of cheering, as you heard. Many untruths. The 2020 election was not rigged. It was not stolen. There you go. Now, the reason why they did that is because they got their arses uh, sued off by, uh, uh, you know, a, a voting uh, company is the reason why they did that. So uh, well, while some could argue that the election was rigged because the FBI was involved in it, you know, and all that. They had to cut away from it, apparently. <laughs> and then the, the panic mongering. And, and listen to this. Listen to the panic mongering. All of the things that's going on. Byron York wrote a column on this. And, and the left is going insane. The Washington Post last week had a published headline story. There is a clear path to dictatorship in the United States, and it's getting shorter every day. A Trump dictatorship increasingly inevitable. We should stop pretending. They're fomenting violence. Not only against Donald Trump, but also his followers. Remember that speech Joe Biden gave in front of Independence Hall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to this. Uh, and then there's Liz Cheney, who's, I mean, honestly, she, she literally is saying, I'm considering running as an independent to keep Donald Trump from winning. <laughs> Let me tell you something. John Kerry's fart would get more votes than your candidacy. John Kerry's fart would get more 
more interest than Liz Cheney because Liz Cheney is a human fart. I mean, she really is. So anyway, she uh, she said that uh, we are sleepwalking into dictatorship with the possibility of a Trump victory. Here's Liz Cheney, who was beaten by 40 points by her opponent in the uh, GLP primary in Wyoming. There it is. Hold on. <clears throat> a vote for Donald Trump uh, may mean the last election that you ever get to vote in. And again, I, I don't say that lightly. She uh, also said, tell your children that if you uh, vote for Donald Trump, Santa won't come and visit you. Um, and it, it, I think it's heartbreaking that that's where we are. But people have to recognize that, that a vote for Donald Trump is a vote against the Constitution. And, uh, and as far as I'm concerned, whenever they say stupid crap like this, I want you to embrace it. All right, so if they are saying that uh, Donald Trump is a dictator, then, then you say, here, here, I want him as the dictator, Donald Trump. I mean, seriously, just do it. A New York Times published a top-of-the-homepage story headline, Why a Second Trump Presidency May Be More Radical Than His First. Well, I don't think it gets much more radical than the last three years of this pathetic, corrupt loser in the White House. So, uh, so there is that. But they are going a little uh, a little nuts. And then there's this. Gavin Newsom's wife reportedly stepped in to shut down his debate with Ron DeSantis. Apparently, uh, this uh, 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 the great red state, uh, blue state debate hosted by Hannity, two governors, the whole deal. Apparently, Hannity ended the debate following a commercial break directly after uh, an agreement was made in real time during which Jennifer Seibel Newsom interjected on behalf of her husband... Uh, both political and NBC News reported. So basically, she said, this is sucking so badly, we need to get you off stage. And they ended the debate. However, Newsom aides have, been, have since denied that his wife was the reason for the debate ending, arguing that staffers from both governors mutually agreed on the decision. So just a matter of who you believe, the uh, greasy-haired guy who lies about everything or the other people. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Coming up, Caroline Levitt, Newsmax contributor and uh, one of my favorite pundits on the TNV. Uh, anyway, we'll talk to her at the bottom of the hour about, uh, you know, what's going on in the 2024 race and all that stuff. It's an interesting headline. Now, younger Americans fearing 2024 election could spark a civil war are preparing for disaster. 40% of Gen Z have spent money on doomsday preparations. Well, that's interesting. Gen Z, adults born after 1997, apparently uh, concerned about what's coming up because maybe they were the ones who were beaten nearly to death by the idiotic protocols associated with COVID, destroying their, you know, their academic life, their, uh, their uh, ability to perform on stage, uh, their national or state championships and all that, you know, that kind of stuff. Maybe they're a little concerned that the government might do that to them again. I am. Because I don't trust the government. I, uh, I prepare every day. You know, I have things in my home that if something happens, if we're out of power, uh, I've got a solar generator. I'm getting the gas generator. I've got extra potable water, cases of water in the garage. I've got, I've got some emergency supplies. But what about meds? What are you going to do with meds? What are you going to do about emergency medication you and your family need? I just need, oh, great, great, the gas generator's working. I don't have any amoxicillin. And the, and the pharmacy is closed. 
How about today is the day you call the wellness company or at least go to their website and order this emergency medical kit with ZPAC, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, all of the things that you need from everything from a tick bite to, to a biological agent, you know, like COVID. So all you got to do is, is do this today, okay? Go to twc.health slash Carson. TWC.health. The wellness company created by Dr. Peter McAuliffe, one of the most censored people in American medical history. He recognized what the government did to us the last time, and he said, we are eliminating the, minute, the middleman, and we are allowing people to get their emergency medical supplies right now. TWC.health slash Carson for 10% off. TWC.health slash Carson. Do that today. Get that checked off your list. I got it checked off for my entire family. It's incredibly important. TWC Health, TWC.health slash Carson. Outraged Americans are flocking to Joe Biden's Instagram account, commenting on posts touting the administration's economic uh, record because it's terrible. And a lot of people who use uh, uh, Instagram are Gen Zers who are getting, uh, you know, their clocks cleaned. By this, uh, by this government and this awful, awful, awful economic policies. I'm getting a lot of, uh, I got a giant uh, Instagram post. I mean, the, the comments, I'm, I think I'm above 500 comments. Um, I did a, a video of a local car dealership where I bought my Bronco, and they've got all these, uh, these uh, electric vehicles that aren't selling. And the left is going off on me. Well, you know the reason why they're not, and why should you care? And I said, well, because we're paying for it. All together with subsidies and, and uh, all of this nonsense, about fifty grand per vehicle, and nobody wants them. So that uh, the but a lot of people are uh, yeah they're going after they are going after Joe Biden because you know millennials you guys were screwed too. I remember when Barack Obama was running for president, the economy had tanked. Barack Obama came into office right as maybe you were graduating high school in 1988, maybe you were graduating college in 1998, and all of a sudden those hundred. Plus thousand dollar uh, jobs that happened during the dot com uh, boom in the 1990s went south. I remember it very well. And then Barack Obama was office for eight years, where the average GDP growth was one percent, which is, by the way, I remember this because I was alive, which was uh, in spite of Barack Obama's leadership. And now you got Joe Biden, who's completely tanked the economy. So millennials, Gen Z. I don't know, maybe you might consider uh, looking at another alternative because you're not going to get any satisfaction from the Democrat Party. I'll tell you that right now. Democrat governors are uh, warning Biden to avoid talking about one key issue. Donald Trump. <laughs> Multiple governors uh, urge Biden to instead discuss issues like abortion, which will pay your heating bill, I hear, and to attend ceremonies that touted infrastructure and other programs. That's a Roosevelt uh, 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 program that they're still carrying. Instead of attacking his predecessor, who's becoming more powerful, he's like the Emperor, Emperor Palpatine, you know, uh, once you get struck down, I'll just come back and all that stuff. So uh, you, you've got to run for something and not against someone, Governor Andy Bashir. Well, their problem is they have nothing to run with. So they have to run against Donald Trump. Do you, do you get it now? Do you get it? Caroline Levitt coming up next. This should be good. Don't go anywhere. We know you love Newsmax and watch it all the time. 
But just recently, Newsmax had to stop their free stream on apps. You may be missing Newsmax's best shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly, and a lot more. So they launched Newsmax Plus, and more than 150,000 people have already signed up. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV. And with Newsmax Plus, you get N2, their streaming channel, plus documentaries, movies, specials, and more. Newsmax Plus just launched actor John Voight's new series on Israel. And Newsmax Plus even has the best Donald Trump shows ever. So get Newsmax Plus today. It won't cost you anything to start. Just go to NewsmaxPlus.com for your free trial. There's no risk. So go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax. Try it for free today. One of my favorite guests is on the Newsmax hotline. She uh, ran for office, what, the youngest candidate in New Hampshire history. I think she was 25 years old just a couple of years ago. That's when I uh, got to know Caroline Levin, and now she is a, uh, a force to be reckoned with, and she joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. Hello, how are you today? Hey, Rob, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me again. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. I want to I want to posit this theory to you uh, using a Christmas movie that you may be familiar with. You're familiar with the movie Home Alone. Of course. How do you ask? I just watched it last night. No. All doubt. right. Well, I want you to think about this. Okay. So, uh, Chinese Communist Party are the wet bandits, and the Biden family are the silver tuna. What do you think? Right? <laughs> right? Because the Chinese, yeah. they bought, they, they've gone to every other house in the neighborhood, all the politicians, all of the universities and everything. But the silver tuna is the White House, which is Kevin's house, which is Joe Biden's house. I think it's perfect. <laughs> I think it's perfect, too. Right on the money. And uh, that, that theory is just proven true. This week, we have more evidence revealed from the House GOP Oversight Committee. James Comer coming out with... Uh, the fact that they have proof of actual checks yeah. being sent from one of Hunter's LLCs to Joe Biden. I mean, there is more than enough evidence now to move forward with impeachment, and they better get to it. I swear to God, we've got, what, 10 days before the massive holiday break and Republicans have been dithering and whatnot. I, I have a little more faith in Mike Johnson, but, I mean, they got to get something done. i got to tell you, you look at all of the attacks on Donald Trump, all of these, uh, these uh, uh, nonsense political indictments, and yet we can't, uh, for some reason, impeach a man who has taken billions of dollars from our enemies. And by the way, Carol, and I also put this together, Joe Biden's presidency is the quid pro quo. If you're looking for a quid pro quo on why all the money came into Joe Biden, his presidency is the quid pro quo. His cancellation of the Keystone XL pipeline, his uh, allowing China to fly a spy balloon, his, uh, his uh, having Xi go to San Francisco, his, uh, his policies that send all of our money to China for green energy nonsense, his, his candidacy, his presidency is the quid pro quo. What do you think? I love that. It's a great line because it's true. Every single action that Joe Biden has taken has yeah. put one of our foreign uh, allies, but even more scarily, our foreign adversaries first, yes. 
while putting America last. Joe Biden puts China first, as you mentioned, with the spy balloon not shooting it down, putting American last, American security and national security at risk. He's putting all of the countries around the world who are sending their worst population to our nation. We've seen videos just yesterday of hundreds of Chinese nationals invading the border, coming here with backpacks. The CCP, I can guarantee you, is not sending their very best and brightest to the United States of America. So Joe Biden puts America first, puts America last because he can't put us first because he is compromised because China and Ukraine and even Mexico have dirt on him when he was vice president sending around his son as his bagman around this world. They have the goods. Joe Biden knows it, so he will never do what is right for our country by punishing their country. Now, Caroline Levin, uh, let me posit this to you because it is very sinister. You just mentioned that hundreds, possibly 100,000 Chinese national military-aged males have come across the southern border. Countless members on our terrorist watch list have been captured or got away. And Dick Durbin yesterday says the best thing we could do to have illegals uh, become a part of our society is to join the military. Uh, to and me, that sounds, I'm like, are you out of your bleeping mind? I, I know, I know. Again, they want to put, they want to put uh, our military laps, our veterans laps, and put American, our illegal immigrants at the front of the line. They want them to join our military. They want us to get... Uh, but Caroline, but Caroline, think about this. Don't you suppose that a Chinese national, don't you suppose that someone who's on the terrorist watch list or someone with those affiliated beliefs could lie their way into our military, play along, and then, uh, and then uh, attack America? Because that's what I hear. But why would this... When we know all of these people are coming across, and all of a sudden I know where Dick Durbin says, oh yeah, let's put them in the military. Dear God. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a treasonous statement to say that uh, illegal migrants who have already broken the law, right? These yes. people that are coming here, <laughs> yes. and they're criminals right off the bat. They're not respecting the laws. They're not respecting the system. They're not waiting their turn as so many good legal immigrants do. They're coming through the southern border because they know they'll get a free pass, and now we want to put these people in our military? Absolutely not. Well, what, we Carolyn, have a why? major national security crisis on the homeland right now. There are sleeper cells of terrorists in American communities. So what we need to do as American citizens is, yes, encourage uh, the next generation to join the military so we can be the baddest, uh, smartest fighting force in the world, and also... Get your ammo and and relish in the Second Amendment while we have it, because that is what separates us from every other country around this world and what will protect us at the end of the day. You're exactly right. Um, This is kind of funny. Democrat governors are warning Biden to uh, to stop talking about one key issue. Donald Trump. They're saying you need to focus on issues like abortion, which apparently will help bring down the price of of gas and groceries. I don't know. Uh, And infrastructure. That's what they're saying. And then, then, and check this out, the, the White House has also abandoned Bidenomics. So governors are saying don't talk about Trump. Uh, and and, uh, and uh, then you got uh, House Democrats uh, saying don't talk about Bidenomics. Uh, they got nothing to run on, do they? No, they do not. They don't have policy <laughs> because every policy that Biden has implemented has had a negative, detrimental consequence in the lives of the American public. That's why more than 70% of Americans think this nation is moving in the wrong direction and they want to turn 
to the Trump-era policies that made their lives better. And so what are they going to do? You're already starting to see a preview of it from Liz Cheney and the Never Trump movement on NBC last night. (laughs) They are going to use wildly outrageous rhetoric to try and paint Trump as some scary dictator. They're comparing him to Hitler for goodness sake. It's the same playbook as 16. They don't have policies, so they're going to use baseless, outlandish attacks to use fear to earn votes. It's not going to work. Well, I like to embrace uh, whenever they call us names, they call us MAGA fascist enemies of democracy, all that, like Joe Biden did in front of Independence Hall last year, which should have been a warning to everybody what they were up to. Uh, you know, it's a, very similar to uh, to rises of uh, fascists in world history. And, and I said, and I, I literally have a, I have a T-shirt line and swag line, and one of the shirts says, proud enemy of the state. Because if they're going to call me an enemy of the state for supporting Donald Trump and the uh, the uh, you know uh, his his patriotic America first agenda, then I will embrace the uh, the label of an enemy of the state because I am an enemy of this iteration of the state, Caroline. <laughs> I love it, Rob. I love it. I'll get myself one of those T-shirts. It, it, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's like it's like Hillary Clinton calling us deplorables or calling for us to be reprogrammed. We have to get it yes. right, and we have to realize that these people despise us. They hate us. They hate the MAGA movement, and they hate Donald Trump. And why is it? Because we are not controlled by them. We have our faith, yeah. first and foremost, which is the utmost importance. Yes. That gives you freedom. And then President Trump is a, is a man who cannot be bought. He is not paid for like the rest of the people we see running for president right now. Yeah. He can't be told what to do. He do, does what is right by us. And that's why there's a real unbreakable bond between the grassroots, common-sense American and President Trump, who is the leader of the Republican Party. It's unbreakable. And that is why they hate him so much, because he can't you be controlled and they can't control us. Caroline, um, what happened on October the 7th in Israel, uh, I call it Israel's 9-11. I won't forget what happened on October the 11th or October the 7th. Uh, And yet the left in this country has done its level best to uh, literally rip and read for Hamas. They they use the fake bombing of a hospital as a trigger for a bought and paid for astroturf movement around the world. Uh, And then uh, we heard yesterday Pramila Jayapal essentially uh, equating uh, Hamas's, uh, 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 you know, the sexual assaults with any sexual assault as an act of war. Uh, I, and then uh, Jake Tapper finally admitting last night on CNN that they've made a horrible mistake. And I think the reality is setting in of all of these idiots who've unmasked themselves as anti-Semites and, and, and ultimately would be, because their anti-Semitism is so powerful, look past the most medieval rape and murder scene we've seen in our lifetimes. Do you think this is all beginning to backfire on the American left? Because I, I do. Maybe around the world still catching up, but America, I think it is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, some of the statements from Rep. Jayapal, as you mentioned, and others uh, in the far left, Corey Bush, even AOC, uh, are, are appalling. I mean, they're unthinkable. Decades ago, no American would even think the thought that these now members of Congress are openly, proudly saying they are comparing uh, Hamas to Israelis who are defending themselves from brutal rapes, attacks and murders. You had Rep. Jayapal struggling to 
to admonish Hamas for the brutal rapes and sexual assaults that were committed against innocent Israeli women and children. I mean, yeah. really, that's a member of the Democrat Party who can't condemn rape. That is utterly disgusting. It does not play well for the entire Democrat Party, nor does it play well for the Biden White House. And the reality is the Biden White House can say that they don't agree with those far left members all they want. But it is dampening Joe Biden's support. And it's also yes. hints the White House's ability to strongly and fully and unequivocally back our nation, ally and friend Israel uh, because members of his own party are speaking out against it. So it weakens our our standing with Israel, whether we like it or not. And that's something the American public doesn't like to see. Caroline Levin, let me ask you this. Uh, you're in New Hampshire. You've run for office in New Hampshire. Uh, in uh, Next month, we're going to have a primary season in New Hampshire. Uh, Chris Christie is still in the race. Uh, and, uh, and there are four of the candidates on the debate stage tomorrow. What's going to happen in New Hampshire in January? I, I would hope to... I've been invited to come up there with many media. I'd love to come up. Uh, but tell me, what do you think is going to happen in New, in New Hampshire with the GOP? Well, you absolutely should come up here, Rob. I'll look forward to seeing you uh, in January. President Trump is going to win our New Hampshire primary for the third time. It's going to be a blowout <laughs> victory. We see it in the polling, and I hear it every single day from hardworking Granite Staters who are yes. struggling because of Biden's policies, and they miss Donald Trump. It's going to be a fun week. It always oh. is. I'm very much looking forward to it, and I hope to see you here, Rob. All right, Caroline Levitt, I really appreciate you joining me. I want to wish you the very best this uh, Christmas and Hanukkah season. It's always a pleasure to have you on, and, uh, and we will have you on again, okay? Thanks, Rob. God bless. All right, God bless yourself as well. Caroline Levitt, uh, you can check her on uh, online, Caroline Levitt. It's K. Caroline Levitt. Um, this happened in Philadelphia over the weekend. There is a, a Jewish deli. And uh, it's, it's called uh, Philly Falafel. And apparently, uh, a students from UPenn calling for an intifada went there. Now, if the FBI was not the corrupt political police Stasi organization it is, they would be down there finding the cell phone data for every one of these children and ejecting them from the university. And if they're not here in the country legally uh, or permanently ejected from the country. But I want you to listen to what happened outside of this restaurant owned by Mike Solomonov, an Israeli-born, Pittsburgh-raised chef who, was, uh, who won the James Beard Award in the past outside of his deli. Here it is. Oh my God, another shrill 20-something female leading an anti-Israel protest. That never happens. We charge you with genocide! We charge you with genocide! Yeah, I think somebody needs to go down and uh, do some punching. That's what I got to say. If one of these idiots gets in your face, I think you need to give them a little what fur because that's a threat. That is a terroristic threat against a business owner. That is Kristallnacht 2023. This is Rob Schmidt on Newsmet. Newsmax talking about that last night. This was Philadelphia just last night. Goldie, you 
can't hide, we charge you with genocide. It's a threat. An army of Joe Biden's loyal voting base terrorizing a Jewish deli in Philadelphia on a Sunday night. After Kristallnacht in 1938, Roosevelt was quoted as saying, I myself could scarcely believe that such things could occur in a 20th century civilization. 85 years later, we are watching the radical left move through our cities and thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, and it's about time uh, some people got a beat down, a defensive beat down, but a beat down nonetheless. You cannot stand outside of a Jewish man's deli and claim he is committing Jewish, uh, Jewish uh, genocide. That is sickening. That is, that is Nazi-esque, and it cannot be allowed to continue and the people who were there need to be held accountable let's take a break and come back this is the rob carson show it is the rob carson show i think we need a uh, a comedic palate cleanser and, uh, and what could be more, uh, well, what, what could be a better way to get people excited about uh, the holiday season, particularly Christmas, than an all-inclusive new transgender Christmas song? For those who are considering transitioning or have or whatever, this is Jim Gossett. Enjoy. I saw Daddy dressed like Mrs. Claus. It happened. Changed his pronouns to us, they and them. Do you have that dress in an XXL? He painted pink his toes. Ho, ho, ho. Put earrings in his lobes. When Mommy tried to disagree, he a transphobe. I saw Mommy kissing Mrs. Claus. Hello. Santa changed his gender since last year. A sex change was his goal It's taken quite a toll Why he even cut off his North Pole That'll hurt When mom told him you're not Mrs. Claus What about his rum balls? Thought that he or she or it would scream Those are pretty good He raised his manly voice Said Lane Bryan is my choice And yelled woman don't you dad name me there you go. That is brand new. <laughs> From Jim Gossett. <laughs> hey. Last night I was watching uh, Newsmax. There's a gentleman there named Carl Higby. He's a, uh, uh, a veteran of the U.S. military. He saw active duty in, uh, in Iraq, among other places. He kicked down doors and killed terrorists. Last night he had a terrific, terrific monologue on, on the country. And the state of uh, where America is right now. You're just sick of the nonsense, and you have a home here. I love that. We That's have- what I said. 2024 has to be the year we turn from nonsense back to common sense. Of guns and a constitution with inalienable rights. We may have a house plant for a president, but we still have the most <laughs> powerful military and abundance of resources. Yeah. We call the Super Bowl winners world champions because other countries don't even try to compete against us. But I'm happy to live in a country that would rather win world wars than world cups because we built the world's most advanced aircraft carrier and then we built 10 more. I gotta tell you, uh, uh, Higby is just blossoming as a writer. Uh, Here he is talking about the absurdity of America 2023. Sometime between when I was a kid and now, people stopped being proud of that greatness. I am. It became cool for people living here in America to hate it. 
that became hip to apologize for achieving or trying to better yourself or others. We look for things to be offended by as a, yeah. as a country right now. Yeah. It's like a race to the bottom, the most oppressed. Somehow being strong is being defined by like the body positivity movement. And now it's courageous for men to play in women's sports. Wow. The Pope even recently condemned ooh, masculinity. Ooh, ooh. This was only after firing a few other senior members for actually being Catholic. The weak people controlled by the left have banded together to create some bizarre notion that you're either oppressed or the oppressor. There's a middle ground. They believe you are either a victim or you're the bad guy. And somehow kneeling to this beta, vegan, govern me harder, green dream movement is somehow going to solve world hunger. There you go. That is Carl Higby. Let's take a break and come back. It's the Rob Carson Show. Bam! The holiday season is here, and we both know that the most wonderful time of the year can also be the most stressful, right? Two words. Omaha Steaks. I was so happy and so impressed with the quality of Omaha Steaks when I received a gift pack. I started sending them to some of my family, and they loved it. It's sort of become a family tradition, naturally aged for the ultimate tenderness, something that you'll notice right away, along with the juiciness and flavor of the world's best beef. This holiday season, skip the guesswork and skip the stress. Give them the guaranteed perfection of Omaha Steaks, a wide variety, plus mouth watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, and even easy-to-prepare meals. Do not wait. Go to omahasteaks.com to save 50% off site-wide and use the promo code CARSON to save an additional $30 on your order. A minimum order may be required. Your friends, family, or business associates will love it. omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide right now, and don't forget about the promo code CARSON. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code CARSON, C-A-R-S-O-N. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. This is the Rob Carson Show. This is our number three of the Rob Carson Show. Here is the number. 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. Oh, by the way, just a quick uh, note. I, I get a lot of... Uh, I, I posted a bunch of food uh, videos over the weekend, and, and last night I took the roast beef that I made over the weekend. I made it into two big shepherd's pies, and I shared it on social media because, you know, we could talk about politics all day, but, you know... Aren't there other things to talk about? I don't know. Maybe food's a good thing to bring us together. How about that? So I got this brilliant, uh, brilliant. It's just, I made two sick and just unbelievable shepherd's pies. And I put it on social media. And then on Friday, I made these wonderful uh, Omaha Steaks burgers. And I put it up on there. And people have been asking me about the deal that you can get by listening to my show. And you just go to omahasteaks.com. 50% 50% off site wide, and they use my name Carson at the uh, checkout, you get $30 more off. So I am getting a bunch of emails about that. OmahaSteaks.com, Carson at the checkout. 50% savings on the whole side, and then 30 bucks addition. Kind of like a little tip at the very end there. It's remarkable. You know, uh, the federal government is trying to 
silence freedom of religion. It's very clear. It's what they do in uh, totalitarian states around the world. It's one of the things they get rid of. Organized religion, the right to defend yourself. You know, that's, that's the way it is. And, and we've noticed this because the federal government for the very first time stopped us from going to church. Local and uh, state municipalities stopped us from going to church. They said we couldn't worship together. And then we got the FBI abusing its counterterrorism tools to go after Catholics and pro-lifers as potential domestic terrorists, according to a new report from the uh, House Weaponization Subcommittee February last year, this year. The FBI retracted an internal memorandum from the Richmond Field Office, which described traditional Roman Catholics as radical, claimed they espoused anti-Semitic, anti-immigrant, anti-LGBTQ, and white supremacist ideology, which is all a a lie. Ooh, almost slipped there. After facing immense backlash, the uh, House Weaponization Committee conducted an investigation into the memo's origins, found that the agency had singled out Americans and Catholic and pro-life believers. According to uh, documents reported to, I guess, Fox Digital. The documents received pursuant to the committee subpoena show the FBI singled out Americans who are pro-life, pro-family, support the biological basis for sex and gender distinction as political, domestic, potential domestic terrorists. This is because they knew that uh, Roe v. Wade was going away. And it did. Ha ha. Screw you. 32,000 babies have been born because of it. Screw you. Pay for your, uh, you know, your, your utility bill with an abortion. The memorandum recognized the run-up to the next general election cycle as a key time frame and cited the Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization decision that overturned Roe v. Wade. That's why they want to make a, abortion into the issue that decides a 2024 election while you can't put food on your table. And while most of you aren't in the market to get an abortion, nor have you ever had one or ever would consider it. But it's okay for poor people of color in inner cities. They can murder their babies all they want. Uh, the report, and, uh, you know, whatever. Anyway, the report noted that uh, while the memo is still being developed, the FBI had allegedly met with a bishop and choir director sometime in November, on November 2022 in Virginia, and that the FBI directly communicated with Catholic clergy and staff about parishioners practicing their faith. The church was an SSPX affiliate, which is the Society of St. Pius X. It's not a full communion with Rome. This is your government, man. By the way, um, the FBI has been using data from the Southern Poverty Law Center, a radical leftist socialist communist organization. The FBI needs to be figuratively blown up and reinvented. Hire back the good agents, uh, screw the rest of them. And the people who've been in charge of that should go to jail for the rest of their bloody lives. Then there's this. This is a uh, Jewish student. His name is Eyal Yacobi. He goes to the University of Pennsylvania. University of Pennsylvania students went into Philadelphia in front of a Jewish deli last night and terrorized the owner. Here is what this Jewish student is saying that the administrators at University of Pennsylvania want him to do. Nonetheless, 
I refuse to go back to 1939 when Jews had to hide their religious symbols and hide who they are due to the intimidation and harassment of us. I used to think this was nonsense, fear-mongering, until I was made aware that Penn recommended to students, quote, not wear clothing slash accessories related to Judaism. Did you just hear that? The University of Pennsylvania wants Jewish students to hide their Judaism. They want to get rid of their yarmulkes. I wonder if they want to put uh, gold stars on their uh, on their coats. You know, maybe they should do that. Unbelievable. <laughs> University of Pennsylvania also got millions of dollars from communist China. Millions for the Penn Biden Center. <sighs> Virginia canceled a menorah lighting over concerns about taking sides in the Hamas-Israel war. Williamsburg, Virginia. There was a Karen in charge there. A Karen. Her name is Shirley Vermillion. She's probably not Jewish, but she's willing to step up and be offended for other people. Because, you know, that's what Karens do. A menorah lighting was scheduled to take place uh, uh, the second Sunday art and music festival, a monthly event put on by a nonprofit, Love Light Placemaking. Shirley Vermillion, the, the event's coordinator, canceled the Hanukkah celebration over the optics of holding the religious ceremony, especially with the tensions over the war in Israel. Um, it's Hanukkah, idiot. It goes on regardless. Hosting a menorah lighting with the war in Israel seemed very inappropriate. She has denied requests to hold religious ceremonies of other kinds as well to distance the festival from any perceived religious affiliation or party and sh- partisanship. Uh, idiot. The menorah is a religious symbol. <sighs> Take another amlodipine, Carson. Uh, The concern is of folks feeling like we are siding with the group over the other, not a direction we ever decided to head. The lining was scheduled to take place during the festival on December the 10th. Vermillion said in addition to the religious context, she canceled the event because it did not logistically fit into the the, uh, the festival's lineup. I would suggest that hundreds, maybe thousands of Jews and Gentiles show up with menorahs for the event now. The United Jewish Community of the Virginia Peninsula condemned the Hanukkah celebration cancellation in a statement. Said Vermillion offered to reconsider the cancellation if the Hanukkah celebration were used to call for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. You know what, Vermillion? Screw you. (laughs) Honestly, are you kidding me? I think we know whose side Karen is on. To be clear, the menorah lighting, which was to be led by a local community rabbi, had nothing to do with Israel or the conflict. The uh, Virginia Peninsula uh, Jewish community said, um, yet appallingly, the event organizer claimed that uh, a Hanukkah celebration would send a message that the festival was supporting the killing, bombing of thousands of men. This is such horse crap. I'm not even going to continue with the stupid story. Just all you got to do, Jews... Pay attention. All the people in charge are asking you to do is hide. That's all they're asking you to do. I don't know what the problem is here. All they're doing is asking you to hide. Maybe you could hide in somebody's attic. Maybe you could hide behind a bookcase or something. Hide your Jewishness. Wow. Hide your Jewishness on campus. Attack a Jewish deli owner in Philadelphia. 
unbelievable. And then cancel a menorah lighting because you don't want to take a side against the people who raped and murdered 1,500 people in Israel on October the 7th. Yeah, and here's what I got to say to that. This is why I have a menorah in my window. And I'm a Gentile. Shake, shake, shake your menorah. Put it up with pride. Absolutely. Tell, tell, tell Hamas. You can't run and hide. Uh-huh. Show, show, show all the haters. Like AOC. You, you, you and the squad love the enemy. My menorah has candles, more candles than I can handle. It's displayed on my table to show Hamas we're ready and able. Hey. You're out of line, Hamas. You're out of time, Hamas. Israel's win, your loss. You're going to pay a big cost. You're out of line. Don't believe you. Don't believe you. Hey, Sleepy Joe, don't believe you. Don't believe you. Shake, shake, shake your menorah shake for it. the world to see. Oh, yes. Israel, you're supporting, unlike NBC. Hey, light, light, light all the candles, let them shine brightly. Because soon Hamas will be history. And they have to be. They have to be. Every one of them. And the people who have materially uh, supported them uh, need to be eliminated as well. And I'll also say that... Uh, those who uh, who support and continue to su- to support uh, Hamas, my computer is blinking, blinking again. Uh, they should be given an option. You can stay and live peacefully in Israel without a sec, you know, without a uh, a second a state, because you you had your your uh, your state and you devoted yourself to the rise of Hamas and the murder of the Jews. So uh, no two state solution for you. Uh uh-uh, uh, new. You screwed it up. You blew it. You blew it. State Department has revealed the reason why Hamas didn't let all the female hostages go. You know why? Because they raped them. Yeah. Hamas refusing to release the rest of the female hostages because they don't want the world to know about it. Apparently, it's just impossible to believe that some barbarians who filmed themselves murdering and mutilating people October the 7th would dare rape anyone, never mind the fact that the videos in the initial massacre showed clear signs of women being raped, including an infamous video showing a woman being paraded around barely able to walk with bloodstains in her crotch. I don't like saying this on the air, but I have to remind people of what these bastards did. Documentation also found instructing Hamas fighters to rape women while fighters who were captured testified to that effect. Then there's the direct testimony from survivors who said they witnessed rapes taking place at the music festival that became the centerpiece of the attack. Here's Jake Tapper actually pulling his head out of his rear end for a second to acknowledge something that happened. It's kind of crazy. A seminar earlier today at the United Nations revealed horrific stories of rape and sexual violence during Hamas's attack on October 7th. I want to warn viewers, some of what I'm about to describe and the images you might see coming up are disturbing. Survivors... This is the same network who said that uh, Israel attacked a hospital in Gaza to ignite anti-Semitism around the world, and it didn't happen. They lied. They, they listen to Hamas for their news. They still have anchors on the air who literally are in bed with Hamas. Of the Hamas attacker sharing what they witnessed on October 7th, descriptions of women lying dead without clothes, elderly women without underwear, girls with their pelvises broken, purportedly from rape, women bleeding from their private parts, 
horrible, nightmarish descriptions of Hamas's barbaric attacks against Israeli girls and women. Today, the United Nations held a special session focusing on the sexual violence committed by Hamas. Yeah, screw the United Nations. On October 7th, Hamas perpetrated rape and sexual violence, exploiting these unforgivable crimes. You, you know, maybe you, you might think that the left, they really hate women, even though some of their biggest mouthpieces are women. Uh, the left thinks that men can suddenly become women and destroy women's careers in sports. The left thinks that men can become women as middle-aged, middle management, like Rachel Levine, and suddenly become the woman of the year. Do, do you understand now this attack on women that's going on worldwide? Very similar, very similar to the way women in the Middle East are, are uh, treated. Uh, coming up, a congressperson, Pramila Jayabel, attempts to obfuscate the rapes that happened on October the 7th and gets called out. Uh, uh, oddly enough, another person who pulled his head out of his rear end for a second, Joe Scarborough, goes after him. That's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Time of the year. I love me some standards. With the kids jingle bellin' and everyone, everyone telling you be of good cheer. Harry Connick Jr. Oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I like me some buying. Michael Bublé also, by the way, just uh, spectacular. Spectacular. I'm getting into the uh, the Christmas spirit. Uh, I am putting up the Christmas decorations this year, by the way. Uh, my wife is not up to it. She's just like, you know, can you blame her? She's like, oh, you know, I just don't don't feel like putting up uh, Christmas decorations, you know. But I do, and I am going to overwhelm the left with joy. How about that? Yeah, how about that? You want to overwhelm someone with joy? How about Omaha Steaks? I can't believe he's talking about a commercial. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about it. You betcha. I can't think of something better. I mean, me pers- just me personally, you know how good steak is. Dear God, it's a gift from heaven. It's a gift from God. I always say when, when something is so good, it's a gift from God, all right? So like um, uh, pasta is a gift from God. Uh, lasagna itself is a gift from God. You know, you said fried chicken, gift from God. Steak, oh my God, it's a gift from God. And Omaha steaks are amazing. I know this because I grew up in Omaha. Thank you very much. And uh, I know what you get when you go with Omaha Steaks. You get the most beautiful, juicy fillets, flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed right there. And they arrive frozen with a 100% money-back guarantee. I made uh, Omaha Steak burgers on Friday. Mind-blowing, medium-rare Omaha fillets on Saturday. Because, you know, I'm doing all the cooking for my family. I always do, but it makes them feel better right now, you know. So if you want to give the gift of steak, you want to give the gift of quality, and they have other, they got pork chops and they have chicken and all that, and they got these apple turnovers that are ridiculously good. Right now, if you go to omahasteaks.com, 50% off site-wide. What? Yeah, 50% off site-wide. Then when you go to checkout, use the promo code CARSON, get another 30 bucks off. I mean, a gift from God. Steak is ridiculously awesome and Omaha Steaks are the best. So again, go to uh, OmahaSteaks.com 50% off site wide 
Then at checkout, use my name, Carson. Unbelievable. Minimum order may be required. And you'll love them. And if you need to see pictures of the, the stuff I cooked, it's right there. It's right there on the, uh, on the uh, social media. Put it up on social media. Um, so, uh, oh, I got I got I got I'm going to get to, I want to, I don't have enough time to really talk about, um, Jaya Pal. I do want to talk about Jaya Pal and what she said about the rapes happening in, uh, in, uh, Israel. And I'm going to tell you, I really think that, um, she stepped in it big time. She ought to be gone just like, uh, just like, uh, Mr. Santos. Um, but this is, uh, Corinne Jean Pierre. Now, I don't know if you knew this, but the Democrat party in, in, uh, Florida have already figured out the primary. You do not have a choice if you're a Democrat. Joe Biden's your candidate. That's kind of like, uh, I don't know, I think there are probably a lot of black people in Florida who would call that Jim Crow 2.0. Well, she was asked about Corinne Jean-Pierre because they said that changing the election laws in, in, uh, in Atlanta and uh, Georgia to uh, make sure that everybody, you know, who voted, it was their vote. They called that Jim Crow 2.0, but they had no problem with Florida choosing the Democrats, choosing Joe Biden as the candidate. Hey, this is the last hoodie you're ever going to need to buy. Bearskin, tactical hoodie. Bearskin. Bearskin. And that is not what I was looking for. That is completely different. Here we go. To drop boxes and gave state officials that were antithetical to who we are. Uh, they imposed voter identification requirements, limited use of drop boxes, and gave state officials more power over local elections. Uh, and then in 2022, Georgia did have record turnout. Yeah. Um, but you had argued from the podium that there was uh, voter suppression. Yeah, sure. Does the White House still believe that that was true? Uh, I don't have anything else to add from what yeah. I stated last mm-hmm. time. So, really? Does the Florida party then <coughs> effectively canceling the Democratic primary also constitute voter suppression? I can't speak to that. I can't speak to you that. You have to speak to the campaign. Wow. Does the White House have any thoughts on, on I can't those voters I, being... I can't speak to that. So uh, Joe Biden says, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And now in Florida... You have to vote for him no matter what your color. My God, if you don't see why you need to leave the Democrat Party right now, you can go off the cliff in their clown car with them. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Johnny from California is on the uh, phone. He wants to talk about the... uh, United Nations and whatnot. Johnny, welcome to the show. What's going on, my friend? Hey, we got to apply for our press passes, okay? Coming up in Davos, this is a major problem because I'm working with the Heinz, Zuckerberg, Jobs, travel agency, and there's too many jets <laughs> to get into Davos. And then the World Economic Forum, you know, the new, it's just too much. I mean, then, they, then we've got it, then we've got down and I'm telling you right now, I'm booking the dates for you. It's going to yes. be November 11th through the 24th, 2024. The trouble yes. is we've got the uh, 380-foot yacht that's owned by, wait, the Walmart family, the Walton family. we got all the jets to park. This is very complicated. This is not, and don't worry, we have the offset. We have the carbon offset by not being yes. our employees. So this yes, is but, the but, whole, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I Well, think well Johnny, you, you, I don't know if you were listening earlier, but you know that John Kerry was at a climate conference over the weekend, and he, and he passed gas. Did you hear that? Oh, no, this is the new one. This is next year. So we have to plan ahead because parking oh. all these yachts, Bill Gates' yachts, um, Bezos' yachts, and the jets, it's just very complicated. I mean, this is... Well, you, you, Johnny, you've got to understand that the uh, carbon dioxide that liberals uh, put in the atmosphere doesn't count. 
no, you no, have no, to understand that. Offset this. Remember, it's all about the offset. So by not paying our employees, yes. like the Waltons having the five biggest yachts in the world, one was bought from the Sultan of Brunei, which uh, emits more, all of them emit more carbon than all the rest of 95% of the population. I know. So, wait, this is just very complicated. I mean, parking these yachts, airplanes, Robin, mm-hmm. Logistic. Man, this is- I know, I, I know, I, I feel the same way when I'm parking my yacht, which is actually uh, a friend of mine has a uh, pontoon boat that I borrow every once in a while. <laughs> but, but, Johnny, but, thanks. But, 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 go, go ahead. Know, uh, God bless. Yes. God bless you, you know, your wife and uh, what you thank guys you. have gone through, and I know. And just, you know, we can all do comedy. I just thank you for bringing joy to people. And on the serious note, um, God bless her and wish her a Merry Christmas from me and everyone else. And Johnny, you know, thank you. Know, you. It's just, you're you. wonderful, and keep up your good work, brother. <laughs> just Thank you, bro. Going. And we're doing it I appreciate it. Silicon Valley, I'll inform you of that. It's going to be very funny. Thanks. All right, Johnny. Have a good one, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. The, and the reason why, you know, listen, the reason why I've shared the story is because I know there's power in prayer, okay? My mother-in-law, who passed away three weeks ago, she survived stage four cancer. In the mid-90s, and I talked about her on the radio, and I asked people to pray, and she beat it. She beat it. But she couldn't get past it this time. So it's, uh, it's tough. It's just tough. And the reason why I share it is I, I just I want to be able to share my experience with you maybe if you're going through it. Maybe if you're going through it. Maybe God will give you grace like I've been given. I'm very fortunate. I've known Mary for 30 years of my life, and I've been able to be a rock through this. And it's really hard. It's really hard, but you guys, I just, I know that prayer works. I know I did. it saved her in the 90s, and, and I said then, I remember I said, I said, prayer, I think, can be as powerful as chemo and radiation, and, and I stand by that. I do, but I appreciate the phone call. Uh, let's go to Christopher in Catonsville. Hello, Christoph. What's going on? Well, I'm calling to take up for George Santos. Um, yeah. It seems yes. to me that they um, threw him out of the House for stuff that uh, when he was campaigning. And at that point, he was not a House member. No. You know? And I think, uh, as far as I know, he voted just perfectly. I don't think uh, he got any he voted wrong. Yes. And uh, I don't. And the House is the House and the Senate is the Senate. And um, do you think Jamal voted to throw George out of the, out of the house? I mean, if he, I mean, that's just I, that really annoying. I haven't seen that, but I would assume yes. Yeah, you know what? And there's something behind this. I heard uh, Steve Bannon say that this is a Kevin McCarthy operation to throw yeah, a wrench in yeah, in, uh, in yeah. Trump's uh, new new administration. Wouldn't surprise me because Kevin McCarthy's a worthless vinyl siding salesman. Uh, appreciate the phone call, yeah, Christopher. Sure. Hey, have, have, a, have a great day, and thanks again for um, you know, sharing and stuff. You bet, bro. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. What was I going to talk about? Oh, I know what I was going to talk about. So um, here is uh, Matthew Miller of the State Department. We know today that Hamas is hanging on to uh, the female hostages. Uh, and it's not because Joe Biden is a weak president. It's not because of this. It's because they don't want the story of their abuse and rape told. And it was something that Hamas should pay with with their elimination from the face of the earth and its supporters. Elimination from the face of the earth. You're done. You had your chance. You had your shot. Gaza had its shot. They had a a two-state solution, and the Palestinian Authority wrecked it. You get one shot. So what do you do? Well, you talk to the people in that region, and you say, 
do you want to live peacefully with the Jewish people and make this area into an oasis in the desert like the rest of Israel has become? Or do you want to continue your support for the death of Israel and radical Islam? If the answer is later, you say, you're exiled from the country, you figure it out. There you go. That's my solution. That's my two-state solution. One of them involves reality. Yeah, one, my state is reality. So there's that. But here is uh, the State Department, uh, Matthew Miller, admitting, uh, you know, that Hamas may have raped a bunch of people. All the atrocities that Hamas uh, carried out on October 7th and the atrocities that they have carried uh, out since, the fact that they continue to hold women hostages, the fact that they continue to hold children hostages, the fact that it seems one of the reasons they don't want to turn women over that they've been holding hostage and the reason this pause fell apart is they don't want those women to be able to talk about what happened to them during their time in custody. Um, Certainly. Yeah, and here is uh, Pramila Jayapal. She is a radical Islamist extremist. She is a member of the squad, which is now, I mean, a total joke. A total joke. Rashida Tlaib, of course, was censured for her rabid anti-Semitism, uh, working a group of people into a lather over a bombing of a hospital that didn't happen. They uh, summarily went into our nation's capital and interrupted congressional activity, which should result in years in solitary confinement and bogus charges that the person would plead guilty to to uh, avoid any more punishment. But here's uh, Parabella Jayapal doing her best at uh, moral equivocation, just like, just like Barack Obama did with uh, regard to Israel's response to the October the 7th attack, murderous rampage. And frankly, uh, morally, I think we cannot say that one war crime deserves another. That is not what international humanitarian with, with, law says. Okay, with, with respect, I was just asking about the, the women and you turned it back to Israel. I'm asking you about Hamas, in fact. I already answered your question. Because she's the bride of Satan. Dana, I, I said it's... I mean a congresswoman who's a Democrat. I get those mixed up. Horrific, and okay. I think that rape is horrific, sexual assault is horrific. I think that it happens in war situations. Terrorist organizations like Hamas... No, um, it wasn't a war. Hamas just went into Gaza and murdered and raped people. Innocents, people who are not military members. That's not war. Go ahead. Obviously, are using these as tools. Mm -hmm. However, I think we have to be balanced about bringing in the outrages against Palestinians. Yeah. 15,000 Palestinians have been killed in Israeli airstrikes, three quarters of whom and it's, are women and children. And it's horrible, but you're, you don't see Israeli soldiers raping um, Well, Dana, I think women. we're not. Yeah, um, she needs to go bye-bye just like George Santos. This is the idiocy of the left. This is, these are people who have not been on the planet very long. They're not uh, either rabid anti-Semites or just plain ignorant and stupid like uh, AOC. Because AOC is parroting the same talking point. The government of Israel for many years have been detaining innocent Palestinians without charges. The hostages that um, Israel is holding, that is also something that should be discussed. That has come up over years. They're not hostages. They're war criminals. Years. Um, and uh, and that is absolutely, you know, the, the numbers and the estimates, I believe, are in the thousands. But war crimes do not justify war crimes. Okay, there's where she's uh, super, super, super duper stupid. Um, 
What Hamas did was not war. It was a crime. You can call it a war crime, but they started the war, and they used an attack on civilians to start a war. Israel's response is not a war crime. It is war. And innocent people die in war, and Israel is doing everything it can to not kill civilians, but the Hamas doesn't give a schnikey about the Palestinian people, and they use them as human shields. End of discussion. End of discussion. I'm really tired of, uh, of uh, uh, mentally masturbating with morons about this nonsense. Uh, here's uh, Joe Scarborough, who normally, I mean, just as dumb as a box of rocks, literally, uh, for some reason, I don't know, maybe he had a brain injury like John Fetterman, and he started uh, actually thinking reasonably, don't worry, this won't last long. Yum. There's not a yes, but. You can just condemn the massage massive uh, like the savage raping of jewish women she's talked about jews being savage jewish women being savage and she goes it happens uh-huh it happens in wartime wow she's asked again about it and she goes yes it's terrible it's bad i'm against it however acting as if nobody's talked about the civilian death toll in Gaza. She can't just condemn Jewish women being brutalized wow. and it being videotaped and people seeing it. She just can't, she can't. It's always a but, we have to remember. It happens in war. However, no. we have to remember. It's called moral equivocation. That's what uh, leftists do. They try to morally equivocate everything. That's what Barack Obama did. Uh, and it's a way they cover up their rabid anti-Semitism and ignorance. There you go. There you go. So on Instagram, I decided to drive to a local Ford dealership, not because I was choosing the local Ford dealership, it's just right around the corner from my house, and I, and I bought a car from them. I bought a gas-powered Bronco that I love. And they've got a bunch of EVs they can't get rid of. They got a bunch of uh, these Mustangs, which, you know, I have nothing against the... <laughs> it's kind of an insult to the Mustang to make this EV, whatever. But it's a cute little commuter car, and that's all it will ever be. It's not meant to haul anything. It's not meant to work. It's, it's, it's meant to be a toy that you drive to and from work. That's what EVs are for. That and golf carts. That's it. They will never be trains. They will never be tractor trailers. They will never be buses because they will always fail because the batteries are too heavy and the batteries are too hard to replace. But I had this debate on, uh, on Instagram and I, I posted the video and people went insane on it. Uh, and the left is going and saying, well, you know, we don't have to buy an EV if you want it. Well, technically I have because my money is going to subsidize uh, cars that don't work. And by the way, <clears throat> for those who think that EV technology is revolutionary and awesome, you know when the first EV was created? In the United States in 1890. The technology is 133 years old. And the reason why it was abandoned in 1890 is because it's worthless. It's worthless. It will never be ready for prime time. Batteries are good things. Your weed whacker, you can run a battery. A uh, flashlight, you can run a battery. You can't run a fishing boat on a battery. It would be too heavy to float. It's stupid. And all of the energy to charge a battery, 85% of it comes from fossil fuels burned in our country. John Kerry wants to get rid of coal. John Kerry is a communist. 
John Kerry's fine living in a, a mansion on Martha's Vineyard on the seashore, even though he says global warming is going to raise the sea levels. I told you earlier, in case you missed it, and you should listen to the podcast, John Kerry apparently farted at a climate summit uh, in, uh, in, was it Dubai, over the weekend? And I, and I said, this proves that uh, carbon dioxide will cause uh, water levels to rise because he released some carbon dioxide during the seminar, then went to the bathroom, and the, uh, the water level in the toilet rose. That's about uh, the closest you can get to uh, uh, global warming raising water levels. <laughs> but why are EVs so expensive? Well, here's an interesting study. This came out to everybody who's been uh, trolling me on my uh, Instagram post under Rob Carson Show. Uh, electric cars encounter 80% more problems than gas alternatives. But the uh, reports say they, 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 they say that, oh, they're just teething issues, even though the technology's been around for 133 years. Vehicles in the burgeoning electronic vehicle movement from model year 2021 to 23 encountered 79% more problems than those with combustion engines, according to consumer reports. Yeah. Uh, the research said EV owners uh, most frequently reported troubles with battery and charging systems, as well as body flaws in body panels and the fit of interior parts. Um, uh, one big problem is that um, if you have an EV in cold climate, your range is going to cut back dramatically because do you remember the old diehard commercial? Start your car when most batteries won't. I'm showing my Gen X credit here. Uh, they, they, they park a car in the middle of a frozen lake and start it, and the diehard battery is the only one that can start in cold weather because normally batteries die in cold. Well, that's what's happening to school buses and cars. On the other side of the break, I'm going to share the other bad part about EVs and the people who will have to fix them after car accidents. They have to be explosive experts. I'll explain that on the other side of this, and this is The Rob Carson Show. So, you know, the uh, Keystone XL pipeline was canceled, so we would have to buy oil from OPEC in Venezuela. Joe Biden did that. Did you know we're also sitting on uh, massive lithium reservoirs around the, uh, around the country? Yeah, there's one. At, you remember? You ever heard of the Salton Sea? The Salton Sea. Have you ever seen the uh, this lake? Uh, and it's in California. It's the Salton Sea. It used to be this tourist destination. It dried up, and now it's a salty puddle. Well, apparently, it is sitting on 540 billion dollars worth of lithium, which is used in batteries and solar panels. It's right here. Joe Biden would prefer to go to to China. Also in Wyoming, the Brook coal mine. This guy bought it for two million dollars. It may contain $37 billion worth of rare earth minerals used for semiconductors, missiles, and solar cells. $1 million per metric ton, and he's got $37 billion. We have, we have more minerals than we'll ever need. Now, back to EVs. They, are 80, they have 80% more problems than gas alternatives. You will have to replace the battery eventually. If you have a Hummer uh, uh, EV, it'll cost you 130000 The battery weighs as much as a Toyota Corolla, and it would cost about twenty to thirty grand to replace. Electric cars pay 50% more. The owners pay 50% more after a crash due to the number, a limited number of mechanics and the risk of batteries exploding. A lack of specially trained mechanics, ex extra safety measures for potentially explosive batteries, and a greater need for replacement parts are to blame. Yeah? 
Yeah. The report found uh, an electric car repair required roughly double the replacement parts compared to the standard gas car. People are using used to hearing that EVs have fewer parts than a combustion vehicle. That's not in the case in collision repair. And, by the way, you essentially have to be a bomb technician because cars containing lithium-ion batteries also need special storage as they can be a fire risk when damaged, which adds both time and cost to the repairs. Repair costs are also higher since the bodies of EVs also tend to be made from more expensive aluminum than, uh, than uh, steel. So uh, they're a joke. The, uh, the EV industry is going to uh, be impl- it is imploding right now, and your EV, eventually, maybe your commuter car will be fine, but your Hummer will be junk. It's not that easy going green. Your golf, golf cart will be fine. Before you know it, we'll have $10 gasoline. Your little commuter car with a small back seat, fine. And stupid windmills that don't work. Your Ford F-150 Lightning is junk, though. The left has gone berserk. And and so's your Hummer. I'm talking about the truck, Hunter. It's not easy going green. No. They've been around since 1890. When you have to pay through the nose for an EV. And uh, they still suck. And 10 grand for a battery. Well, there goes my EV endorsement. Whatever. And the piece of crap won't start. I'd rather talk about Omaha Steaks. <laughs> yeah. Green is all there is to be. All right, let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. What will become of you and me? All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show. I think today was one for the record books and extravaganza of comedy and commentary. You can uh, listen to the podcast at Newsmax.com slash listen. God bless you, Israel, America. And until tomorrow, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and don't catch the stupid.